We are live in three, two, one. Hello and welcome to episode 26 of the Tailgate Takes podcast. I'm Noggle. I'm sitting here with Taylor and Brandon. It's a beautiful Sunday. The Brewers are closing out the beginning portion of the season, going into the All-Star break. The Bucks, they're in a big hole. They're down 0-2. They play again tonight. And uh, my alarm's going off. I guess I got to get up. It's 1.15. <laughs> Jeez. So, happy Sunday, boys. How's she going? It's going well. Love oh, the weather. Weather is just... Today is the day that... Beyond. If you're going to go to All-Star break, Woodruff's the guy to have in the bump. I'd say it's... Uh, Probably all star breaks coming at a good time because we're going on a little bit of slide, and Hater's been he's blew what two saves this last week, and Devin Williams hasn't looked great, but hey, we're still in the lead, and look what we haven't had: no Kane, no production out of Hira, Yelich here and here and there, Colton Wong, you got Daniel Vogelbach out. Yeah, I just see a They're stat still last first. night that the Brewers are last in the NL. Or worse in the NL and first base production, and it's like, why can't we make an investment and go out and get somebody that's actually proven themselves this year? I mean, Talese, I thought we gave up a decent arm in Richards, and then we gave up that other Bowden Francis, who I have no clue what he he's doing, done. He was doing okay in two levels of minor well, like, league. Talese has not played. I think this is his first time in the majors this year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but he had like 19 homers. A couple years ago, yeah, he's been in the he's been in the majors, but this year he's been in the minors. But, but now he's got, he's, got he's got Vlad. He's got Vlad Guerrero Jr. ahead of him because right. they moved him over to first now, and it's like he doesn't get to play. So well, they still maybe the age, yeah. But maybe Talese can, I don't know, give us some production. Well, he, he, he had a shot the other much. night in a big moment and was bad. Well, they said like the exit velocity on his first hit was 113. Yeah. Ah, oh, fucking Christ. Hammer. These reds are tough. I'm like they they, they just are tough as shit. Oh my! But Taylor, how's your weekend going? Good, just doing a lot of farm stuff. The rain finally happened, so now I gotta like just maintain stuff. Everything's blowing up. Hopefully, get some more rain this week. So you cooked uh, some back straps this weekend? Oh god, yeah. Were they two different or the same? Same back straps. I have a little fawn. So the looking phenomenal. I have a fawn. So the one that you cooked on Friday night was leftover for Saturday morning? Yeah. So I sous vide them and cooked, finished the one Friday night, and then, like, it went in the fridge as, like, it was sous vide and then finished the other one the next morning. Doing that is, I mean, it's just cheating. A sous vide is a tool that. How long you sous vide them for? Two hours. Oof. So Quickly just getting hammered. Quickly gonna be two not no one nothing. So you just set the uh, temperature in the water, and they cook in there, and then like the internal temperature just gets there over. So what is it? What do you set the water temperature like? One hundred thirty. Okay, one thirty. You put it in like red meat, just like a Tupperware. Red meat. Oh, red meat, red meat, red meat. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Especially venison. Yeah, you don't want to overcook that. No. You just put it in a Tupperware or something. Uh, well, it's packaged in. We package them in a um. Vacuum sealed bags, and then we just throw it right in there. Thaw it out, and then put it in there, and take it out, and you kick it one minute on each side on a flat iron. Season it. And it looked it looked excellent. perfect. It's always perfect every time. See, I'd like to try that, but I love just marinating them. So I wonder if you could just marinate them and then throw them in a vacuum. Marinating seal. what? Like a steak. 
What you what can, kind of steak do you marinate? Tenderloin. Well, no, any kind. No. No. They're all fucking good when you okay. marinate them. Okay. Psychopath, you don't marinate a tenderloin. You don't marinate meat like that. That meat is supposed to taste the way it tastes. And it's phenomenal. Yes, Are you crazy? You put, you put seasoning on them, don't you? A little. Just salt and pepper. Like, you don't do much to them. Do you season yours? Yes, sir. I yeah. use. See, I, I, I can't just eat it with salt and pepper. Well, I could. I mean, it's not. I, but I, just, I need all. I prefer. Well, Montreal steak seasoning. So there's garlic in there. Yeah, but I prefer. Which I got to give a shout out to black garlic North America too, because Tommy gave me some of that black garlic stuff, and I use black garlic powder all over everything I eat anymore. Nice. It's supposed to be really good for you too, and I love the flavor of it. But I put that on everything. Otherwise, a little garlic powder, a little black pepper, a little salt. Okay, so literally the same thing as Montreal steak seasoning. Pretty much. Yeah. Marinating is completely different than seasoning. It's just yeah, getting, so it's, it's, getting it's, the it's, flavor more inside the meat after it sits and soaks. And... Yeah, but you don't do that to a tenderloin. Maybe a sirloin or something. You can do it to you can you do can it to do any it to well, Yeah, steak. you can do it to whatever you want to do it, but that's a psychotic move. You don't mess with tenderloin like that. No, usually I just would see if it was that. a bacon wrap. Well, if it was a bacon wrap tenderloin, which we did, which I mean, it still turned. I'm sure great, it was but... fucking excellent. Well, yeah, it it's not gonna be bad. It's not that it was wrong, but it was just like it was wrong. <laughs> it was no. wrong. It was wrong. I'm gonna but... I'm gonna keep doing it. What you I love the, what you the should what you what kind should... of marinade is it? It's this one that. Well, I used to marinate him. I used to marinate him too, but I was like, I was a little kid, didn't know what I was doing. Pork is a big thing. I like to marinate. Well, you have to you have to cook you have to cook pork slowly, pork chops or something. You can throw them in some of them bags, and it's like, but I bet you you could. I bet you you, come on. What you were asking though, you big dull boy. What you were asking though, you can do that. You so you would you could put the marinade in there. They can sit and then you could throw that bag right in there and cook it. You could throw it right in that marinade bag because like. You talking on sous vide? Yeah, when yeah. I did uh, when I did the brisket in the sous vide, I I uh, seasoned it and put stuff in, in the bag. But with was it. it a and that was pre, fifty hours pre mixed, uh, or a marinade that you threw in a bag, not your own bag, but the, like a bag you buy, or was it a you uh, did it for yourself? What? The, the marinade. brisket, the marinade. I've never done that. I don't marinate much stuff anymore. But the, I thought you just said you did one. I said you could do oh. one because I think I thought this bag said you couldn't cook in it. So like if you're do a sous so you'd probably have to put it in like a vacuum sealed bag, and then cook it. I'm guessing. Yeah, but you don't even need a vacuum seal it. I guess I just. I think all you need is a plastic bag. It's just. Well, here's a question: Should you be cooking meat in a plastic bag? Yeah, no, I don't like that. <laughs> no, people are getting silicone bags. Sorry, Amazon. You can get these silicone bags that seal themselves. No, I don't like that part of it. So you. <clears throat> Have done it once where you did a brisket for 50 hours? Yeah, it was crazy. What would you rate that? Uh, t- 11. It was the best would piece of meat I've ever had. Would you do pulled pork? Or? Could, yeah. What would you do? I actually it? had pulled pork not too long ago. Someone else cooked it, though. And it was literally like a pork butt. Cooked the whole thing in a bag with barbecue sauce and all the seasoning in it. And then once it was done, they pulled it out and pulled it apart. And it was like the best thing I ever had in my life. What was the one that uh, Renner always did? Was it pork belly? Pork belly. Yep. That's the bacon, isn't it? I'm pretty yeah, sure. We'll be getting. Speaking of pork, it's coming soon. Coming soon. Is that the older one? Yeah, not one of the babies. Babe, pig in the city's gonna taste real nice. 
yeah, the bacon's going to be phenomenal. All right. Let's get back to the Brewers here. So without Kane, basically Hira and Yelich have been non-existent. Colton Wong's hit and miss because he's, well, I mean, when he's here, he's electric. But when he's not, which is quite often. Half the season. And we don't have Daniel Vogelbach. Do you think the Brewers, if they can get one of them guys, like say they get Hira going or Yelich going, do you think they can just completely run away with this? Could, but I mean, I'd say Yelich is a guy you have to get going. And I just don't see it happening. Narvaez has been pretty. It's steady. not like it looks like not he might be good again. He's not good anymore. No, he doesn't have any power. <laughs> he like can't hit. There's no power. Yesterday he had a base hit to left, and that was like, yeah, I'm glad to see that you beat the shift, but. I think now that we're at the halfway mark, you should find the standings of what we had. Like for, when you for watch predictions wise. Yeah, we should do that. When you watch your eyes just like hit Apple Field homers and like just smash the ball. Like why does he look like a better hitter than Yelich? Yeah, I don't understand. Like Yelich, there's nothing in there. Like I don't know what to tell you. It's like a I don't care what up. I don't care what Charles tries to say where he claims that he, what his on base is fine, but like okay, so he's still got his same, like he's still a competent person at the plate. But there's nothing else that he like. His stats are uh, like horrendous. Yeah, his well, his slugging is, is the worst it's ever been. Terrible. His homers are terrible. I don't know what his RBIs are like. His nothing. RBIs his are, stats are terrible. It's te- yeah, the normal stats are terrible. He has pretty similar stats to. Urias, except for Urias has Urias got a lot, has more, a lot more better stats and RBIs. And there's a hit by Urias. Something about bringing Adamus over really kicked him into another gear. I mean, the whole factor of him not being able to play. But. There's holes on this team, so when we go through these records, like, so you wanted to go. Well, I did not know Peralta was going to turn into a Cy Young candidate. We didn't. We didn't like legitimately write down everybody's like. We just yeah, wrote down the, the, Brewers, the Brewers and then the put, order of the division. Order of the standings. So I had the Brewers winning 94 games. I got the Cardinals in, Cardinals in second, Cubs in third, Pirates, and I had the Reds being the worst team in the division. I look like an idiot there. Yeah. But we had Mickey with the Brewers winning 88 games, the Cardinals, Cubs. He had the Brewers actually in third place with that, then the Reds, then the Pirates. Taylor, I remember you had the Cardinals winning like 100. Yeah, I thought they were going to be good. And then you had the Brewers in second with 80 wins. And then it was the Cubs, Reds, Pirates. Yeah, we all had the we all had the, the Reds as dog shit teams down in the bottom too, and it's like they could still potentially end up there. How many fastballs right down the middle has Yelich missed too? Like how it's many, crazy. How many does does he take? Well, I think the big thing is he's trying to like extend counts now. That's like his whole like thing of getting out of a slump is taking pitches. Yeah, yeah, which I agree with. Well, you can agree with, but you also like. There's nothing better than a slump buster and get a couple walks first. Right, but also, but the big thing is, is guys are attacking him and he won't fucking do anything with it. Yeah, it's scary. They're not afraid of him anymore. They're like, fuck, we'll, I'll just attack this zone every day against him. Yeah, I would like someone to actually what's dive into do? his like exit. What's the exit velocity and like stuff like that? Probably say. Like eighty-seven. I can probably hit the ball harder than him. Well, you see, then you have people like you who go too far. I'm, I'm joking, but it's like you just watch him, and it's like you're you're basically doing what old men do in like an amateur league. When was the last time he hit a home run the other way? I don't know. What's he have five? Five. That Manny Pena has five. Manny Pena plays like play every fifth day. 
Manny Pena has five home runs and four singles. That's the amount of hits he has all year. Okay, yeah, and Musso, <laughs> he's pretty – well, and there's that asshole. Was it Barry? Quentin Barry. There's a fucking double. That yeah, rolls it over. Move the runner. It's like That's a good. bunt. Yeah, that that uh, that whole play last night is here we see in replay was just a debacle. If you didn't see it, Yelich had a bunt. Ball got away. He did make the. He made somewhat of an attempt his to go left, to second. His left foot, I would say, just kind of went to it's, the left. If he wouldn't have done it, it's not like his body turned. But Barry was telling him to go, and then he went nuts. But it's funny. He's like looking at him, like he's arguing. Christian Yelich is like, "No, fuck you!" But he's like smiling because he's like, "I don't do this." Like, I wonder if that's a that's gotta be like the first or second time he's ever been injected. That's uh, I think he's he was ejected with the Marlins. I remember once or twice, but not. I mean, he's not that kind of guy. But I was looking at the. <laughs> no, re- that, I, I like that replay. actually. I, I like it. But and did I you watch? Oh, he's not good at it. No, he's no. like smiling, like you motherfucker. What you you yeah. fuck you? Well, motherfucker. I need to take it easy. That point, and he almost hit him in the face. Well, yeah, pointed right at him. It's like, all you got to do is be like, no, you fucking blew that, you fucking cocksucker. Instead, he's instead he's like smiling like, no, I'm actually calling somebody a motherfucker right now. Like, who am I? I'm a badass. It's like, yeah, no, you're not. Definitely uncomfortable. Yeah, it's like, yeah, he did. He looked uncomfortable. And then you had Barry, who's like, God damn it, I shouldn't have even told him to go. It's my fault. He's going psycho right now. He John Boy broke down his the ejection like from last night and it was funnier than hell because barry's just like ah christ this is my fault and i mean because you could just see it he's too he's shaking his head like god well barry he he threw his hands up in the air because he's seen like he got tagged out and they called him out or whatever and he threw his hands up in the air and he like turned around like throwing a fit and he just didn't even like pay attention to keeping yelich away no yelich just went psycho but i mean he told him to go to second and then like held him it's like no, like be sh- you're a major league baseball first ca- first base coach. You better be damn sure of things before you say go or stop or. So, kind of off subject, but looking at their pitching or their that was a really their, unlucky bounce. It looked like their bench yeah. there. What what do you do if after the season you get in the same scenario that you were with Derek Johnson? What if a team comes out and offers him a four year deal for double the money? Do you pay? What is it, Hook? Chris Hook? Yeah. Do you pay him to keep him? I don't know. Well, I don't know that he's I don't know that he's looking to leave. Well, you didn't think the same about Johnson either. No, but he wanted control. He wanted like more control and more say. Right. So they pretty much just let him walk. And it's like he because he wanted to be a head coach. Well, well, I think that he also went got to Cincinnati whole... knowing that uh, this is the turnover rate here is pretty good. I could potentially be a shoe in here. Yeah, but but you're also looking at what's the chances yeah, of... Yeah, it's always nice to get experience, you know. Yeah, it's important. Like, David Stern's going to have to give uh, the Reds the okay to, you know, interview Derek. No, but they were fine with it because I think so he think was starting he to raise gives... it. I think he was starting to, like, show that he was unhappy with the organization because... Craig was in charge of everything and wouldn't give him any more Yeah, power. Craig's a freak. He's not giving anybody He's a power, power freak. Oh, yeah. And that, if if you're gonna continue to have success like they are, then fine. But if it starts to falter here, oh, you're just waiting for that. Well, well you can't complain. He, dude, he I'm is not set in now for I'm not a com- while. I'm not complaining. It's just there are some things you can't tell me. You don't sit there and go, "What the fuck are we doing?" How no. much say do you think he has in the in the trades they make? 
That I don't know. I, I think don't David. Know. I think David Stern's I a don't control know. freak too. Yeah, but I think that they're. I think that they. I think that Craig's involved more than most. Managers. I think he's more involved than Matt Lafleur. Most certainly, yeah. But he's involved more more than most managers. I think because he because he was the manager before Stearns was there. Like he was going to be Stearns. Potentially. So he essentially brought Stearns in because the rumor was at that time that he was going to be the GM. He was going to step down as head coach and go to GM. Yep. So at some point he's like, no, I and he was part of that hiring of the GM. So like, technically he probably answers to him. What? He probably answers to Craig. I don't think Craig. It's not like Craig's like I'm going to help this guy get hired and he's my boss. Like no. No, but I'm I I guarantee you David Stearns is the one making all the. Every move, that's all him. I'm not saying, by I'll, himself. I'll, I think Craig probably has a lot to say about I'll it. I'll bet it's 75% him. Probably. Because he, he had a great track record. Or Well, I guess Houston had a great track, track record when he was down there. Well, then for kind drafting, of wonder, for just anything. They, everything they did executed perfectly. How much say that Even he has banging in, on a trash can. Calling up and down them. If you say he has 75, 25 on... Decisions I, let's like think that. about that. I think he has more than you think. Let's think about the Stein ceiling thing. Have you seen Mustakas's number since he left? Well, he's been out. He's hurt all the time. But he's not. I mean, he's nothing. I mean, last year he had a decent year, didn't he? No. Grandall, no. I was, he's doing okay he's hurt, this year, think, but you know. but he wasn't doing great when he was healthy. I don't think. Well, either. like I said, Grandall had the worst average in the majors, but he had the highest OB. I mean, also mentioned OB. about Stearns, how those were two two good decisions. Well, I mean, Narvaez has turned out, and it just—it wasn't. Mustakas was never going to pay off for that. For money. that money, no, it was not. It was not even possible. Yeah, but I mean, then you—you you too. Look, I don't know. I haven't seen how was uh, the kid we traded to get Yelich. How's he doing down in Miami? Brinson, he, all terrible. He's up and down all the time. I was gonna say yeah, he's been. He has he, never been. Even he like, like starts out starter. okay, but then he ends up nothing. <clears throat> I think we traded. There's two other guys. That's probably the biggest trade steal ever. That or was when we got Josh Hader in. And who was that for? That was with Houston. That was one of David Stern's first Oh, that first was like moves. Gomez. And, yeah. yeah, that Fires. was like and, – And Mike Fires. And that was like one of his first moves. Yeah. No, he, was the, he nailed the first three years yeah. he was there. And I think he still continues because look at – Kind him. of, but Grisham won. Well, well you know, yeah, Urias but, now is he's – because Grisham isn't doing like that great, is he? Not right Mickey, now. I don't, think he's, I don't think he's outstanding right now. But, but I mean, like, look at Omar Narvaez. Last year it looked terrible. Last, last year. year was like this guy sucks. Now he's an alternate in the All Star game. Number two in the o- number two OPS for catchers. Yeah. Now he's in the All Star. Grisham's game. hitting two seventy three. Oh, so he's having a good year. How many homers? He's at thirteen. Doesn't have it right. Better than Yelich, probably. I'm guessing he's got to be double digits. But Avi is. He's got eleven homers, thirty six RBIs. No, Avi's been. He's like Avi's been really hitter, good. I think. And now you got once once we brought in Willie Adamas, you got Luis Urias is starting to go off. If Urias can turn out, then <clears throat> I know he's only hitting. But like still, he's not going to turn. Something. He's not going to. But if they could, if they could flip him, they see like he might be a guy that they trade now. Yeah, because they might be like, all right, we're going to Adamas, and then we're going to sign a real third baseman. Because like you need, you can't, you can't do like the good defender, average hitter thing at first and third base. You need to have somebody who can hit in the infield. What? Do you and think, Adamus like okay like, what do you th- what do you think the Cubs would want for Chris Bryant? I, 
Because right, I mean, probably Urias. They, Urias they would take and so much from he's the played like three or four positions. Right, that's now. the thing. Urias could be a trade piece right now. Chris Bryant. He's want played too much though, because you're but he's played in, like three or four positions right now, and he is he's having a great year. Yeah, he plays third in outfield. I mean, he's a utility tool. But is he a guy you could move over to first? I don't think there's a possible way that Brewers could get him, just because of the fact of. You're trading. The only I know way you it's trade in the division. You'd have to give up. You'd have to give up a, a lot. It's in the division. And we don't have much but in the minors. They've already accepted flying the fucking L flag. Right. I mean, they're they're ready to shop everything. I think. I don't know. I I would have to say you'd have to give up one of your one of your three headed monsters. Absolutely not. I bet you that's what they'd ask. Who? For Brian. But it'd be because like, we have nobody in the minors. And you, I mean, you you could add Urias to it because he's got years, but they I'll trade him Devin. Lauer is still an attractive piece, I think. I'll trade him Devin Williams. I don't think you'd take Devin because he's a bullpen guy. Well, I know you they don't, don't need him. Well, but maybe he, lot, maybe though, he is maybe he is a starting pitcher though. I think he could be. He's young. Whatever. He's he's worth some a lot. of them guys can some of them guys can transfer. Their from... biggest thing their biggest thing is is their guys that they brought up that they're, were their big prospects like Ashby. I mean. He he could have been a huge trade piece if he came out and had a great start against the Cubs. Nah. And then, so he has a, so he has a good outing maybe for two innings, and then so then you use him three or four more times and say he looks good. I think he's still a trade piece, and you got to start sending those guys. Adrian Hauser maybe. I just seen a thing they're thinking they should maybe start him into the hey, pen. Hey, you're looking down the See barrel that, here with Woody, but Hauser, Burns, and and Peralta for four years. You have but control. Just, but just what he said, the pen. And I think I agree. I think Hauser I agree. is a great. Guy I agree. To have. But if you can go get two older pen guys for cheap, and then Hauser's a part of a big third baseman, first baseman, it's worth it. Uh, maybe throw maybe throw Lauer in there, or Ashby, or or uh, um, the other guy they gave a start to earlier in the year. That's that's in AAA. He's he's one of their top guys. Yeah, I'm gonna try to see if I can find like a start against the Dodgers trade block type deal for. See what we got. There first. isn't anybody who like sticks out. That it's not like it's not like when it was Ma- Manny Machado. Like Machado was rumored for months. There's no one like that. Well, nobody wants. Nobody'd want Keston. So is Bryant and Rizzo on their last year of their deals? No, I think Rizzo's got another one. Bryant's got one or two. Really? But they're looking that they're. They said they're they're having a fucking fire sale. I'll anybody and so. everybody is ready to go. Well, right. I think, I but don't I don't think they can... trade to the Brewers ever. Which kind of sucks. Would you or would you not? The Pirates I mean, would. The Reds would. But they don't have anybody I want. I don't think they'll. No, the, the, Red, the Reds aren't going yeah, to now. I'm saying in previous years they had. What would you give up for Craig Kimbrell? Craig Kimbrell? Not, um, not much. Not much. I don't like, I mean, yeah, he's had some success in the playoffs, but what do you need him for? What's he going to be? Your setup? He's your. Yes. He's. He's you can your, never have enough eighth inning guys or whatever. If Hater keeps slipping, then Hater, hey, how many times has Hater just made it through a full year and a full postseason where it's been like, oh, he was great the whole time? You just go Hater day blew one. His first save. You go Hater I know day that, one dude, but he's two. fallen Fucking apart in the playoffs July. before. It's July. Has he fallen apart in the playoffs? How many before? guys have blown a save yet this year? How many guys were still perfect? Is there many? He was no, still perfect. Not. My point is, you can never have enough of them. You don't you know when they're going to be down. No, I know, and you got Devin Williams too, but. Maybe right now it's just they're they've they 
with Josh Hader especially, he's had the experience of going through the playoffs. He knows what it takes to get ready for that. Right now, I agree. Yeah, right, for sure. Right now, it's kind of like they're in first place. Go out there, get your inning in. You're an all star. You're already you're having a fucking fantastic year. Go work, work on this, work on that, work on your pitch grip, whatever. We need you ready for September. One guy I would take be is ready for September would be uh, Adam Frazier from the Pirates. Yeah, he's always fucking killed us. What position? He's the second baseman, but I'm, he plays pretty much any infield. <clears throat> That's like three forty, doesn't he? He's good. He's he's consistent. So they have uh, one trade for us to be relievers. Trade trade relievers for better hitters. So if you had one Ooh, move, if you were David Brewers. Stearns, and trade Craig relievers, Council. not Josh Hader, of course, for better hitters. That's the one thing they're saying. No, I mean you can't get rid of you can't get rid of Devin Williams. So. No, can't. I won't say you can't get rid of him, and you're not going to get rid of Suter. I wouldn't mind about getting rid of Suter. I wouldn't hate it either. I was actually a lot closer than I thought. That was, I was same I here. Like he was safe. I think he was I safe his too. Foot got in there. Tag was high. Did, did they review that? Nope. That just happened. No. That happened in the what? I think it what happened, happened in the bottom to, of the first. What inning did? Or no, Council that was get la- I think that was last night. Council. Uh, last night he got ejected. Yeah. Yeah, because Murphy, and then he almost was got fucking tossed. So Pat or Craig must have got ejected early. Reds coach got tossed. A bunch of guys got tossed last night. So the the umping was bad then. Well, the umpiring was piss poor, but you can tell that this is such an important series. Oh, oh my God. Luis we have a base Cast- hit by Luis Castillo. Castillo. Oh. Ugh. Cannot give a – The only thing about today is you can go with, go with all arms. Throw the kitchen sink if you need to. Naga, where's your head at on the trades? Well, that's what I was going to ask you. If you guys were – Well, you David, did ask me, and I said I don't know. Well, if you were David Stearns – what what would you go after though? Like, what would be? What, are you going for a starting I, okay, pitcher? You need no. Are you going for a relief pitcher? Here's the here's. Are you going for okay. a corner infielder? Are you going to potentially replace Christian Yelich? Are you looking for that no, fucking no. staple? Here is here is me ranking it. Number one thing I would do if there was a third or first baseman that's a good hitter on the last year of their deal and the end of their career that you could give up a semi a lot for, but minor leaguers. Number two, if you could get a le- if there's a legit starter that it has like years of control, kind of like in the position that um, like Gossman was a couple years ago when Kevin Gossman when they were looking at him and um, you know uh, the Pirates pitcher when he got traded, Archer. Okay, something like that, um, and possibly. Then maybe send in like even a big leaguer, because if you could lock in, <laughs> could you imagine having another starter? So it's like you either you either get something that you don't have or you double down on your best asset. Yeah. If I they mean, got a legit another legit starter, or then, or you I would go I would go heavy to try to get another big time reliever at the end because like whatever if we double down on pitching you double down on pitching so you're either gonna try to get a big reliever at the end or another legitimate starter. Well, the thing we're watching right now happen is your starting rotation starting to fatigue a little bit. This is a great time for the break because 
Woodruff's kind of getting hit a little bit. Corbin Burns has been hit a little bit more. But they've had to do everything, and that's yeah. where you need. But to they've get still them some they've offense. none of them have been pushed. Like they're still they've all been on six days of rest. Yeah. And I think it's been a six man rotation the whole time. He hasn't pushed them past hundred pitches very but much. But that's not that's not gonna happen here. Come the second half. Well, of I know that, but they shouldn't be that tired. I bet you it's a fi- I bet you we go to a five man short very shortly here. It's gonna I'm go okay back to with a, it, honestly, because you have you have Lauer Lauer's been pitching really well and Hauser's been pitching well, and then if you can get something But that's where if you're gonna move Hauser to the pen, you don't need to keep playing or throwing Brett Anderson out there. See the cheaper options is you, he's you, done the cheaper well. options if you can get an older first baseman, third baseman. That's a starter, um, and it probably would lean towards first base. There's now. like a Josh Donaldson. There's like I said, I I would I would be not I would not be afraid to ask. But the Chicago Cubs, what another, do you want? Another for Chris thing, Bryant? are we that? Is it that crazy to think? What if? So say you went and got a legit third baseman. So what if we move Urias to second and Wong to first? Totally fine with it. Looking at this here, they say they're saying uh, Joey Gallo is a big one. He's under control through twenty twenty two. I'd take that. I wouldn't hate it. He's a first baseman, power first baseman, and yeah, he's older. There. He's not going to be worth. I mean, he used to be a prospect, Down but I think he's past saying, his time uh, considered that. They're saying. Bryant and Baez are under control through 2021. I mean, if you, could get, if you could get lucky and get a Moustakas type again. So, Bryant would be like a rental. Who? Control under 2021. Who? Bryant. Chris Bryant. Him and, him and Baez. And Contreras is under control to 2022. They also had... Uh, yeah, see, I don't think Chris Bryant would, would demand that ridiculous of a thing. They also have... He's, uh, he's on his way out. Luis Castillo and Sonny Gray, but they didn't expect them to be in the position they are and actually in the... The hunt. Other guys they have, or uh, they had, whatchamacallit, Starling Marte. Yeah. No thanks. But I mean, outfield. we just have an outfield that's full of guys. I would. You could trade Jackie Bradley Jr. and add something else in there, maybe. I know this doesn't maybe matter. Maybe we could trade for Trevor Bauer, and he could teach us how to choke <clears throat> somebody out. I know this I know this doesn't matter, but I'll tell you what I did in, in, in the show season. Trade for Kyle Schwarber. I was going to say the Nationals. I traded for Starling Marte. But Avi like got hurt, and having that other good lefty like that is really nice in the lineup. And then I, uh, He's hitting a ton. Well, he, yeah. I don't know if he still is, but. It it's not a realistic Nationals, trade, but. no. It would have been before because he was struggling at the beginning of the year. but um, And he was technically struggling in the game. So, here, so here's a question. How long are you going to hold on to Hater? Because the money's going to get more and more. And eventually he's... Well, now I think the trade portion is probably past us. Do you run him out this year and then trade him after? You, no. You hang on to him because you still have him. Yeah, it's not that And you're expensive. paying him like $4 million. Right. They like, have it like maxes you, out. They yeah, have, they're, they they're going to use him. him. They're going to use him for. They're going to use him as long, and they'll probably lose him. Like, I or if they, have a, if they have a downswing in two years. Because everybody's under control until like 24 or something, I think, the big ones. So, haters, yeah. so if they have a downswing, then like they'll just have a fire sale one year. I hope they make it worth everything they put that fucker through. Well, yeah. every year goes past as value goes down. I know, but it's it's funny. You, I think I think it's I think it's. You look at you although look at he would he these, would command a giant return right now again. I don't right know if he, he would, would right now. I think right he would. now he would. if they were if they were out of the picture, 
They're gonna look at the wear and tear on that guy's arm. And I know that, but he's he's doing it right now. But he's the same the, as Chapman. He's not getting a hundred million dollar contract. No, he's not gonna get a big contract. He could have. You look at you look at what like Craig Kimbrell and some of them guys got, or Chapman. Aldis Chapman. I bet Those, Hater gets it. So no way, no fucking. Way. I think he this is like six years. Comparisons to Chapman. No, they don't. They don't. They only have control over him for like three more. No, but I'm saying like they've had him for like what? I know, five but he's or six still years. he's like the top closer right now. I get that, but nobody's. They're gonna be like, yeah, he's gonna be 31. He's not gonna be throwing 99 by guys anymore. Well, he doesn't do that now. I don't think. But it's like. But that's what I'm saying. You're not going to get that monster contract once he gets to be. I don't know what he is. Probably twenty seven eight right now. I don't know, but he's got he's got such a strange delivery that he might be good for. Like a we were while. talking before. What if, so was, what if the Yankees go fire sale? Would you, would you take Chapman? Yankees bad. I thought about that. They're, yeah, they're struggling. They're like the second to last. The Rays are good. The Red Sox are good, and Toronto's good in that division. They're fucked. I think the the Yankees are under five hundred in the division. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if they, there, there's guys there too. I, I don't know. Do you, right there, you could go out and get a, you know, you could get a first baseman or third baseman from yeah. the Yankees, possibly. I wouldn't hate that either. They are, they still have that S- Stephen Voigt, their vote. Yeah, Yankees are forty six and forty two, so they're in third, but they're eight games back. Who's in first in that? Red Sox. The Red Sox are above the Rays. Yeah, a game and a half. And the Yankees are above Toronto by a game. Wow. You know, you could go out. Is that a tight division? Just between the Red Sox and Rays right now. Toronto's nine games back. Yankees eight. Toronto's, or Tampa Bay's game and a half. Yankees are throwing three and a half out of the wild card, though. They're not doing anything. Yeah, they might not. Like Baltimore. They might buy. You go get a, like, Trey Mancini, possibly. Well, I've even said, too, like, do you go get Jonathan Scope and bring him to play first base? Oh, my God. He's played well for the Tigers this year. I think he's an all-star. He's been good. He has been good. So, play him at third. But that's another guy to bring in. It's like, I don't know. It's not going to be an over-demanding contract either. No. So, Arizona and Colorado. I mean, How about CJ Nelson Crone? Cruz? Can he uh, play CJ first Crone, base? I would love. No. They just use him as DH. DH. Can Nelson, he can't play first base anymore? He could, but he I don't could. think he I, – I don't know if he would – he'd play about 10 games. Why? I don't think he's he's not gonna play. He's he's in the shape of I want to play fucking. I'm just gonna hit. Oh my god, he's 41. Yeah, he doesn't want to play defense anymore. Jesus, we're getting old. Jace Peterson, is that a guy you can move over to first base? Yeah, pro- he definitely can. He can. But can you move him to first base and be like, here you go. This is. Is where he you're gonna, gonna be? <laughs> oh, dude, it's like you're relying on so many things that have not been proven to be. A thing. Like True. Playoffs, no, none of these be? players have done this for a full year. Adamus has never proved to be a consistent player like this. Well, Jace Peterson has never proven to be a consistent player. Neither is Urias. Like, you're relying on so many out-of-the-box things here. That's why you have to. Oof. That's like if they make the playoffs, what's it going to be? Who are you going to get? Are we going to get their, their regular season, or are we going to get, like, a playoffs and they choke? Well, or you could collapse. Yeah. I mean. If Somebody's pitching, always going to step up in the playoffs. Some somebody you don't expect is going to have a big, big. big well, the second half season. is either going to be the same as the you first gotta half. Think, or you got to think the stars come back. If this team is like, there's two tracks this team can go on. Really, it's like they collapse or if they ascend. And if they ascend, 
those starters have started to actually play. And they, I think they're going to have to. If they don't, it's gonna be a sad real. It's gonna be a sad world. If they don't, I'm gonna be with you guys in the 80 to 88 win club. So like, yeah, the first the half of the season's right been amazing, but like, look at this lineup. It's terrible. It's who are these guys? <laughs> right. It it is literally. Like, watching... I could see this lineup being not even like we probably won't even resent like be able to even like resemble us at the end of the year. No, it's it's like watching the movie Major League, and it's like. Look at this fucking guy. And it's like, you got Lou Brown going, my kind of team, Charlie. It's my kind of team. A bunch of fucking nobodies. Who knows? Talese might have been selling fucking tires at at uh, Bridgestone. Like, I'd feel a lot day. better if Urias was the eighth hitter. We have one guy in our lineup today that's up. hitting over 260. Yeah, and we're in first place and up by five games. And we're, what are we, 52 or 53 wins? Yeah, we got 53. Yeah. 53 wins. I mean, I'm... I'm I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I'm only fucking 41 away from my pick. And what are we? What's your pick? I had 94 wins. Just just over halfway, yeah. So if they get over 94 wins, it means that somebody came back and did something. So whether it's Kane Yelich or Kane, Kane Yelich or or, uh, um, Wong, and maybe all of if all of them do. What what if what if they all do? If they all do, this fucking thing is just. Or Vogelbach can come back and do something. It's just you look at what you haven't got out of who you have. And you look at what you've got out of who you've got it from, and it's like, I don't. We know how baseball goes. Not everybody stays hot all year. But that's why you're looking too at the pitching staff. They are laboring right now down this stretch to finish the first half. They get a few days off. Everything can kind of chill, relax, hang out with the family, do what you got to do. Oh, cool. Tim Dillard's pouring beers today at Miller Park. Where's your mask, asshole? <laughs> Is that, oh, I thought that was Niger Morgan. Oh, Rogers. Sophia, I'd love to have a beer with her. My God. Mm-mm. Calm down, Michael. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. What's your prediction at the trade deadline then? I I don't know. We don't know. Nobody knows. I think it's going to be for sure a corner infield, like somebody that can play multiple positions. Do you think to get a, a reliever or a starter? I don't think a starter. I think they'll get a bullpen arm. I think they get two or three. To what quant or like quality? I have no idea. Probably three they, average ones because they like to just take that chance on the guy that ah uh, he's got potential. Spend little and hope for the best, and it's worked out for the best most of the time. I'm thinking like maybe they get one big bullpen guy, maybe, and then they get a uh, like one or two guys. I mean, you have to go. Average. You like, there's not even a question. You have to be aggressive here because you have you're running out of time. Well, and you just never know. Like, you don't know whether Peralta, Woody, and Burns are going to be this good every year. Like, it just right now you right now you've you got a three headed monster. If they can, if they stay like this. That's that's why it's like almost double down on the pitching because we know all the playoffs are anyways. You just need the you whole playoff is just lucky three, hitting. You honestly, three it's starters. not. You need three starters and a loaded pen. And we, yeah, okay, don't score a run on us then. And play but the funny thing is, is we've traded away two really good arms. Yeah, which is yeah because we traded away JP Fireheisen, which I'm not going to complain because <laughs> I really appreciate Willie Adamas. But we brought in Richards on that, and then we traded him away, and he was p- pitching well. Yeah. So you got rid of that. But so maybe but I don't are, mind that because I I really thought. You never know. Relievers are the same way. It's hard for them to say the same all year. 
So Stern's going to go find somebody who's kind of ascending at the right time or get one of those old – give me a Cole Hamels or something maybe. Well, Adam Wainwright? Yes, I take that for sure. Are they going to mess with trading to the Brewers? Probably not, but Wainwright. They probably would, like Wainwright. Are there any like veteran first basemen out there that are cheap? I don't know. What's How many years is Paul Goldschmidt with, with the – with the Cardinals, maybe I think it's like five. I no. And this is what year two or three? Two. I don't know. Would you hate that? Well, I've seen a thing no. too. They were talking about Arenado, and they're like, "Yeah, that he's not going anywhere because he's no, well, no, talking he's talking about he's, him being there for life. He's their and, staple now. That's their guy. They got to build around him and like Kansas City. Who do they have at first? Has he been good? Arenado. Yeah. yeah. He's had a nice year. But it's just you kind of look at. Who's available? What teams are failing? I mean, look at did you see what happened to Acuna Jr. Yeah, torn ACL. Freddie Freeman. I don't know. I, the Mets. You got the Mets running that league, and they're going to be going for it. So they're going to sell, or, or I mean, the Mets are going to buy, buy, buy. Like a Carlos Santana for the Royals. Remember when he played for the? He played for the. Uh... Wow, Acuna Jr. tore his ACL. Tore his ACL last night. Last so night or Friday. Carlos Santano's, he's hitting 246. 246, only six homers, 22 RBIs. Must, oh, that was way back. He's got 15 homers, 50 RBIs. He could be a guy you go for. He's with the Royals, and they're, they're, they'll be selling. Brandon Woodruff flies out to right. God damn it, I thought that was going to get down. The Detroit Tigers, they're I seen they were only like ten games back, I think it was. Yeah, but they they aren't gonna make a run. No. They're young though. So their first baseman, well they got Miggy. And you don't want him because so Toronto he's and Oakland NBA. talking about Nelson Cruz. <clears throat> Nelson Cruz is on the block. Yeah, but he's gonna go he's gonna go American League where he can just hit. Adam Frazier. So, yeah, from the Tigers, I'd say it would have to be Scope. That's who I would go for from them. Definitely Scope. But the thing, what was his big thing last time? He didn't enjoy Milwaukee or something? Gives a fuck. Who said that? You want to win or not? Scope. Well, he was terrible. He hit the fucking piss out of the ball against and us. And they gave that, a lot for him. In that in that uh, interleague uh, series we had with them in Milwaukee, he fucking oh, tore he him up. Him. Yeah, he killed him. I'm just looking. There's what I mean. The Diamondbacks. Are the Marlins bad then? What Marlins bad? Uh, well, I mean they're just they're in like they're ten games under. Yeah, but I mean like the Mets have that. I mean they're five or some games up. The Braves are in there and Washington. Oh, and the Phillies are hotter than piss right now too. Braves are going to be searching for an outfielder, but Boy. they might they might have to. Joey sell. Gallo would be a good one. Joey Gallo would be okay. I would take it. I would I not. Think, think he's gonna be the big name. Uh, yeah, I would take it. It'd be Cause Donaldson isn't hasn't been that. Good. I don't want Josh Donaldson. Injury prone. He might be. I don't know. Gallo might be a lot. I don't, I don't want another guy that's gonna get hurt. I want a guy that's gonna. Yeah, play. but is Gallo on his last year? <clears throat> no, I thought I, I seen he, he was twenty twenty-two. So the team would have him next year. Yeah, that'd be cool. I would he's solve good. a problem. Oh, it'd solve a problem, and the fucker can rake. He strikes out a lot, but he works walks too. Twenty-four so homers, fifty-two ribbies. Yeah, 
How many strikeouts? I mean, not I, we can't complain about strikeouts because we strike out and do enough stupid shit. But so he's what? And I sound negative, but I'm not being negative because I'm really I'm impressed that they're still he's still hitting. doing. Well, yeah, doing. and it's just yeah. I, I obviously I love what they've done so far. Seventy-two strikeouts. Seventy-two strikeouts. Or no, that's walks. He's got one hundred and eight strikeouts. Okay, but 72, 72 walks. <clears throat> Close to even on that. He's working walks. He's at 72 walks right now. His most walks in a season are 75, and he's only halfway through the season. Yeah. What's his odd base percentage then? 402. What? Oh, he's like he's like a player made for Stern. I bet Stern's is just like drooling all over his table right now. OPS tomorrow. I mean, right? A 220 average and a 900 OPS and a 400 old. On base, he's probably just slugging. Craig is like, oh my god, he's a perfect player. We gotta get him in there. Yeah. He's gonna be burst. Boy, he can drink beer with us after the games. What's his contract look like? They'd give up a lot for him. I wouldn't give yeah, up, I a think lot, they give up a lot. For him. You don't think that might have to be your, your eyes? If you gotta do that, you do that. Urias and Devin Williams? Mm, one of them. I'd give up one of them. Give one of them and Ashby, maybe. I don't know if I'd even do that. Find some. So he's got four years of service, so he can't hit for agency for another two years. So I bet you he's on arbitration. Gallo is? Being better. Because, yeah, he signed a one-year 6.2 this ar- year. That sounds like an arbitration so deal. So in 2021, which is this year, 6.2. So yeah, carry over. He's not a uh, unrestricted free agent until 2023. So arbitration three next year, and then free agency. So yeah, you'd probably have to give up. You'd probably have to give up. Uh, you'd have to give up those guys. You'd, you'd probably give up two of your top like five. Today's the draft too, isn't it? Tonight. Yep. Tonight's round one. The Major God, League Baseball go, draft. I'm going all in on Joey Gallo now. You guys gonna watch that or you gonna watch the Bucks tonight? Well, obviously watch the Bucks. Well, hey, I got a I got a quick question here. Well, I got a quick answer for you. Okay, so as of now, we're reaching the All Star break. Mm-hmm. Who do you have out of the National League that you think will represent in the World Series? Brewers can definitely do it. Like who would you actually take that, those a favorite? And it's well, not who, Brewers. Who has the a... best pitching? Brewers. Some Pods Brewers, are obviously say, really good too, though. I was gonna say the NL West. Yeah. Well, which it's one? Brewers, Padres, Dodgers, right now. I would say Dodgers, but without Bauer, they're gonna be they're gonna be down. If the Brewers have this three starters and they're that good in the playoffs, it's them. See, and their closer and Devin Williams and Josh Hader and Devin Williams is them. I wrote this down last night, just sitting here, and I'm like, I. Personally, let's way, think about how the playoffs go. The if, way I've always watched if this. the Brewers legitimately have Woodruff, Burns, and Peralta at that level, and then have Hader and Devin Williams at that level, it's them. You got to think we can get at least a couple runs. On this day, Sunday, July 11th, 2021, at 2.01, probably going on 2.02 p.m., I am actually saying that. Let's write, much, our, let's write down for our as predictions. Much, I, I'll do that here in a second, but for as much as I have watched Major League Baseball throughout my life, the one year that the Cardinals broke through and finally won that World Series, 
I was like, it's their time. They've gotten to the playoffs. They've been so close. But Wainwright and those guys couldn't get it done. Now it's Woodruff and Burns and Peralta. They're in the same fucking spot. All right, so which one is it's Milwaukee. One? Okay, so I agree. Give me your So NL. you have to go hard, and you have to get two offensive players then. Go after it. Number one farm system players, Garrett Mitchell. You have Bryce Trang, Herbert Perez, Ethan Small, and Marci- Mario Feliciano is the top five. Bryce Trang, I'm sorry, you're shortstop second baseman. I'm taking my – I'm tired of waiting for a shortstop and second baseman yeah. to turn out. I so, I'm so tired of it. Unload that – unload him. Please, God. Before he, he gets the Please. And, fails. and he's been amazing. Unload. He has, to, he has to carry a lot. Garrett Mitchell's the same thing. Goal. Come on. Goal. I'm done waiting. What What did it give us with Hira? What did it give us? Well, where's Corey Ray been, too? That was going to be another oh, yeah. big, big star well, that Garrett we had. Garrett Mitchell, he, this is his first year, but he's, he's already in double A. Listen, you got your pitchers out of your system. We are so goddamn lucky right now. You just have to go all in, man. Like, I see you have the to. Brewers taking uh, Will Bednar tonight. That was the guy that started Game Three of the World Series Finals. Tristan Lutz is all the way down there at twelve. They like they like Mississippi State. I yeah, they took Ethan Small. So then number Ethan six Small is Anton and, and Brandon Woodruff. So let's put down our NLCS. Aaron Ashby is ranked number seven. NLCS two teams. NLCS. Oh, your NLCS two teams. Yeah. Oh, so. As it turns out right now, the nice thing is the Dodgers are going to be the number one, and the Dodgers are going to host the wild card. The Brewers will be number two, and they're going to host the NL East, which turns out really nicely. Dodgers won as – you think the Dodgers are the one seed? Whoever wins the NL West. Yeah, because we're – But then they're going to play their their own – play. they're going to play themselves because then the NL West will have, the NLS winner, the number one seed, will have the wild card, so the Brewers will be able to go out and play the East. So we oh, have, I hope we're not we too far ahead now? of ourselves here because I like how that turns out. Right now we are so three games back at the Giants and two games back at the Dodgers, tied with the Padres as best record in the NL. Yeah, who's the NL East leader? The Mets. The Mets. They have the tiebreaker over us, and but they are they are six games back of us. Who is who in the? How far are the Phillies back? The Phillies are they're in third. Jeez, they're failure. forty. They're under five hundred. They're Jeez. four and a half games back of the Mets, though. The Nats in second. No, Atlanta. They're what? 44, oh, Atlanta. 44. Yeah. Kuhn just got hurt. Hey, I'll take it. I'll play that division. So who's your NLCS? The Brewers and I don't know. It's gonna be hard to be. It's gonna be either Padres and Dodgers. That's gonna be a psychotic first round series. I think I'd have to go Padres or Padres. But the Giants. So is there two wild card teams anymore? Yeah. So there will be like it'll probably be Dodgers and Padres or or Giants. or Giants. Yeah. And they have to play a one game one game one game. Wow. <laughs> Just happy we're not in that position. No shit. But the Reds could go off, man. I don't like the Red. The Reds' offense is scary. Yeah, I don't know what their second half looks like. Is their second half tough or? The Brewers' second half becomes off. more easy, I think. Yeah, we went through the, the gauntlet Brewers have early. a really good September. They have we a went, lot of breaks in there. We went through the gauntlet early. Mine is going to be, I'm going to say the Milwaukee Brewers and the surprise San Francisco Giants. Like, I just, see, uh, I, don't, I don't know how they've been doing against NL West. 
I know they got beat by the Dodgers, but I don't know what what do they have? they have the Gausman. Who else is their pitchers? I don't even know. I don't know a That's fucking a thing. thing about them, but they oh, are damn knows good about and they're winning. Too and bad you just ruined your other prediction what? by predicting that. Why? What what prediction? Well, you had the good Brewers. You had the NL Central prediction. Well, no, I'm saying I'm just saying that I think the Brewers are going to play play against the Giants in the NLCS. All right, Mickey, what do you think about the Bucks? They're done. Thank <laughs> God. I can be. I'll be honest with you, and I have not watched too much of the finals just because when I've turned them on, it's been bad. So I haven't watched, and now really? I think I might have to watch tonight because they've, they've had bad juju when I haven't been watching. Why haven't you been watching? What have you been doing? Because the first night I watched the match. Over what? <laughs> See now, okay. Here, Jesus, dude. Another statement I wrote down last night. Another reason I am not a Bucks fan is because I have zero loyalty to the team. Obviously, Mickey has no loyalty not. to the team because he'd rather watch Aaron Rodgers and Tom dude. Brady play golf with Phil Mickelson and Bryson DeChambeau. So for you to come out and blame me for Yannick. No, I'm saying. For, he was the one blaming that, but you. That, but that's what I'm saying. For coming out and saying it was my fault that, that Giannis. I jinxed it. Giannis got hurt, all this bullshit. You don't even watch him. That's crazy, Mickey. Well, I would say the Packers are over the Bucks. That's why. And I, my thing for Aaron Rodgers is I love Aaron Rodgers. Well, so I'd rather NBA watch him. Finals, play. dude. Yes. But so the match so to everybody so... out there, everybody out there, I talked to Jeffrey the other day. Other people have said, "Wow, you're hosting that a Wisconsin sports talk thing, but you hate the Bucks. You don't want to talk about the Bucks." Well, I'm not the only one. No, I don't hate the Bucks, but I'm not the okay. only one that doesn't well, watch them. <clears throat> wow. Like, but I'm not a. See, that's the thing. I'm all in on the Brewers. I'm I'm getting Bali Sports. From Uzu TV, who knows what the fuck they're stealing from my identity, whatever else. Who knows what they're, what this is. But I'm willing to, <laughs> to, to take that chance so I can watch my team, the Milwaukee Brewers. I couldn't give two shits of a fuck about the Milwaukee Bucks. Hmm. Did I want Giannis to get hurt? Absolutely not. Never would wish that on any athlete. I well, Maybe Yachty or Molina back in the well, day, but I mean, now I I'll respect I'll say this. It's terrible having the Bucks start at 8 o'clock. Well, it's seven cool. tonight, at least. Yeah, tonight. But like, oh, cool. there's a dumb, dumb. I get, start a, I get time. to watch it for an hour, and I'm not gonna stay up till eleven o'clock watching the game. It's just absurd. I'm not that big of a Bucks fan to, like, I won't even stay up for the Brewers till eleven o'clock watching the game. See, I will. Okay, it's the NBA Finals. That's what everybody told me. You not Noggle, you haven't even watched basketball. This is the best basketball of the year. This is the best basketball ever is when it gets to the NBA Finals. It when is. the playoffs get going, this is the best. You can't watch that? Nope. I will not. And even a fan of the team won't watch it because it's too late. It's stupid. Well, I said I said before we even got here, I said the Bucs will not win an NBA championship with Giannis as their main scorer. Yeah. Well, Giannis has been phenomenal. He's been he was phenomenal. Unreal in that last but game. What's the, what's been the scenario every single year? His supporting cast, we get to a big stage and yeah, we but, can't support him. I mean, okay. I want so, Frank the Tank to win the title. Yeah. <laughs> the Badger. I think it easily can happen. I mean, uh, the NBA these series turn very quickly and very abruptly. It's pretty crazy. Well, if they come out tonight, 202 Yeah, before. if they come if they come out tonight and play and 
I mean, all Middleton has to do is win you two games. You're probably gonna you would you you would win one game because Booker and Chris Paul are not gonna continue to do what they're doing. So you probably can win a game like that, even if Middleton or Holiday don't go off, and if Holiday can win you one game, then if Giannis just keeps giving you 35 and 15, he, dude. The thing is, like, I understand you guys aren't that interested in it or whatever, but like, Giannis is, if he can pull this one out, he's going to be considered like the best player in the league. Well, right now he's the best player in the finals. What he just did in that last game was the big, wild. The big thing is. I don't think. Well, I think personally that uh, Booker and and Chris Paul. And the thing is, like, as much as you you can hate the NBA, and I don't like the NBA. I don't like what they do. I don't like. I don't like LeBron. I don't like a lot of stuff about it. But the Bucks have three pretty like like high cat one one like superstar, and then like two other guys that are pretty up. Like if they can play, they like they're pretty good. And they're three, like, all, like, really good personality, like, chill dudes. Like, none of them are doing the shit that you don't like the NBA about doing. Like, none of them are, like, like, Drew Holiday is pretty cool, like, chill guy. And Middleton is the same way. But is he worth $30 because he's a nice guy? But that contract, the reason he's getting paid $30 million is because Giannis he Giannis wanted it. No, because he was... Yes. Okay. He would have been gone if it wasn't for Giannis. No, dude, listen. He would have been gone. Listen, listen. In the NBA, they make this rule. If you dra- if you have a player under control like that, then they they are the only team that can pay him that money. If he leaves, another team would cannot pay him that money, and the Bucks don't gain thirty some million a year. He's not worth thirty million. I know that, but the Bucks don't ha- like they don't get that extra money back. That's fine. So they max him out. So they get extra money from it because there's a rule in this, like to keep small market teams viable. They allow that. It's yeah, it's. it's so yes, his rule. contract, it, it's weird, but I actually do like it. I think it's a smart rule. That's so the bucks you, essentially you, can like go over the salary cap and pay someone like that. That's how you have the ability to keep your own guys. That's like with other, with other sports, it sucks because teams can go out and offer. Yeah. Other players and Middleton on the open market would not have gotten that. No, but the Bucks, they wouldn't have. They wouldn't have been able. Like they don't get it's extra money to them. So yeah, it's uh, the same thing that's going to be happening with uh, Aiton. I think. I think Aiton's in that position now where he's probably going to get a max like that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many years it is after. Because your rookie contracts are, what, probably three, four years? Somewhere around there? Four, I think. So then after that. Well, no, it's it's beyond the rookie contract. I don't know. It's weird, dude. Because Middleton's been there since, like, 13 or 14. He's been there a long time. It's like <clears throat> they have, like, a different option after the rookie contract, and that's, like, their second contract. So this is Milton's. I think the big contract was Milton's third contract. Oh yeah, they they probably signed him to a smaller. They signed him to a like, a like an extension. extension off the rookie contract, right. which they did with Giannis, and then but they get to this next contract, and that's when they can have the cheap. supermax. Right. Yeah. So what? What's your big thing on tonight? What's the big well, factor? I mean, Paul and and uh, Booker. Booker can't play like they can't they can't make those shots continuously. Like that. I don't know. They've been doing all playoffs. Yeah. 
The, the only thing is, is you have to... Is because one, they can't like, stop Giannis. So if Giannis can just continue to get 30, 35, 40 points, and like middle... So you've had Paul and Booker be phenomenal in both games, and you've had Middleton and Holiday be terrible in both games. That just can't continue. I think they need to have somebody come off the bench and be a spark plug, as in score maybe 13 God, their 20. bench sucks. Like Bryn Forbes. If Bryn Forbes yes. came out and, and dropped five threes... If he could even be productive at all. Right. In that one game, and all of a sudden it's like... He hasn't been anywhere. Yeah, and they're in, a, they're in a tough spot right now because, you know, anytime you have Portis or or Lopez on the floor and Paul's on the floor, he switches to him because it's all he does, and then he just owns them. Yeah, they have to. But he's making these fadeaway jumper, like mid-range, and it's like, that's not high prob- probability shot. That's his, signature, that's his signature shot. I know that, but it's not high probability. He can't make that forever. If he does, they're fucked. They have to, they have to do something about the switch. You either if if you're gonna stick with it, you have to figure. They were better last them. game, but and another thing, it's like Middleton and Holiday. You have these you have these kind of crappy games, and you're struggling. Take a little lesson from Harden, Trey Young, and now Booker and Paul are good at it. Where it's like you get someone in the air, get a foul. Yeah. That is a skill. And Middleton gives up on it every goddamn time. He's so close, but he can't commit. Because if you think about it, in order for you to actually get someone up in the air and then take a shot and take that foul, you have to commit so aggressive because the uh, the alternative to not getting that foul is taking a horrendous shot. You're, it's not going in. That or when they land, you can still go up and shoot, and all of a sudden they're in your landing space. You're yeah, but he can't shot. commit. He gives it up. He tries passing, and it's terrible. Yeah, it's that's that's the whole fact. Yeah, but you, of them. but when you see Trey Young and you see like Chris Paul and Booker and and Harden, it's like it's like a legitimate skill. It's part of their game. Yeah. Well, that that makes that that gets you through a crappy game. That's where I kind of feel like is it Booker only hit like Booker only shot like twenty five percent the first game. He still he still scored twenty seven because he he yeah. made like sixteen free throws or some shit. Well, that was the whole game of. Uh, free throw discrepancy. Their numbers are yes, super high. First game for sure. Very low. It's, That's the big thing with Middleton. If he could get over that, and, and Holiday, Holiday, there's just like they're both really good, but they're both just have like unnatural tendencies. When you look at other these like elite players, when they're down around the hoop, finishing and and drawing fouls, like even it's just it's obviously a skill, and it's not a skill that you would think often about, but. I mean, and everyone bashes Harden for it, and it honestly is a stupid part of the game. I mean, you got people like Booker in the first game kicking his leg out and trying to get a foul. I'm glad they called that the right way. And you got people like Chris Paul running into Giannis because he's not looking, and he just gets ran over on purpose. Like, Paul, it's just... I wonder if any of it But Middleton and Drew need to need a... It's it's a savviness, I think. I think it's just like that. They would be elite because you would then not have to deal. If you're going to have a bad shooting night, that's fine. Everyone has bad shooting nights. But you have to still score 20. Like, you yeah, have to get 20 no points matter, in. Yeah. No, I don't give a fuck what happens to you. When Yeah, when you when you have Drew Holiday, Middleton. Middleton cannot not honest, score 20 points. They all have to score at least 20. Yeah. Easily. You should easily be able to. You can't and tell somebody's got to score 30. You can't tell me Chris Paul... Can shut down Drew or can shut down Middleton. Drew's just shutting down himself. I mean, it's a weird thing where, and he'll probably go off tonight because he's been like that. But, but if I if, if you were to tell me that Drew Holiday would score ten points and and Chris Paul would score less than twenty, we'd be winning the series. Well, you're looking at a matchup right here. 
<laughs> but if he wasted all of his energy on just defense. Well, you're looking at a matchup here where it's like Drew actually has to be the better point guard in the series. Well, yeah, he has to be, but he's just he just doesn't have the experience to where Chris Paul is just playing off pure experience and, and taking advantage of it. I mean, granted, he's way older, but he's just, like you say, he knows how to play the game and get the fouls and play through If they can win shit. it, if they can win it, they're going to be scary because like, if you can get Drew this experience – and every year, Middleton's getting better. So the first year in the playoffs, Middleton literally never took over a game, never won him a game. And they, and at the end of that, you're like, God damn it. If Middleton would have just won them a game. Last year, he won them two games because the one game Giannis went out, and then he won him a game while Giannis was there. And this, this postseason, he's won them three or four games where he's taken over the game himself. What's their... So he's uh... progressively doing things. Like, he's turning into like an elite player. So if they if they can get this... They can get over the hump. It just makes it's, it's it's impossible to know where they could end up in five years. So, what do they have left after this year? How many do they have under cap for, or how many are under the salary cap next year? Well, they do have they get everybody back. Like, is Lopez coming back? Mm, I think so because I think they extended him. So if so, you'd have the same. Okay, so, so so maybe Portis salary would, under twenty twenty three. But they're gonna be you. You got to get some good people. In the you back got end too, Middleton, though. Giannis, Drew, Brooke Lopez, and Pat Conton. They've also been really unlucky with their bench players in the playoffs. Like nobody's turned out to like be really good, which sucks. Like, like last year, George Hill would just like collapsed in the playoffs. Like what? You've been in the playoffs for what are you doing? Like how come PJ Tucker can't hit a shot? Well, he also has like one of the ugliest shots in the. NBA. The only thing, shot he can hit is a corner three. So he, I mean, and he's, he's hit some. Mess. He's not. You don't. He's not offensive. So through next, also through next year. So you got Lopez for this year and next year, and then the following. Next year, it's Conanton, Portis, Dante, Divincenzo, Bryn Forbes, and then some rookie guys. They all come back next year. Yep. So you lose. You're gonna lose PJ Tucker. Dante hurts. I mean, I wish we had him right now. That that would fucking solve a lot of problems. But can't believe they couldn't find someone better to get close to what his production is. Yeah, it's I don't know. Because Dante could give you some scoring too, and he's a good good defender. And I just feel terrible for him that he didn't he get hurt last year in the playoffs too, or two years ago maybe. I can't remember. I feel like he's never been really a part of a playoff run. And which is very unfortunate if you get to the playoffs and that's when your injuries occur. Because, I mean, it's, then I'd say it's just on fatigue. But you can't say fatigue's on a – what, he had a, something – or tearing plasciite or whatever in his foot or something like that or something in his – Oh, he has plantar fasciitis? No, he had suck. something – he had something in his foot, like a – bone bruise or not a bone bruise but he had like a a tear or something in his foot yeah a tendon in the foot that's not gonna be very uh very fun all right and then you think so you don't know how big the injury is and all of a sudden they say he's done for the playoffs now you're relying on pat Connaughton to be your to be his fill-in and then it turned into kind of being between him and bobby portis and bobby portis had a really good game yeah but so far i mean a lot of this is like he, he tests he, he tries a lot of these guys out early, but if they don't make their shots, like you can't really stick with them because you can't 
You can't afford to have an old for eight night from Brim no. Forbes. And you can't keep them in there for... And you kind of got to shuffle through them because, like, whoever hits their first three coming off the bench, like, we'll stick with you for a while. Well, that's the thing. Like you say, you get in the playoffs and you usually only go on, like, three deep on the well, bench. It's just crazy how much of a difference they are, those bench players. I mean, it's like you're holding your breath every time Jeff Teague's on the floor. Oh, God. But see, he, in the in the net series, he actually, or, no, the Hawks. Well, he, in he the had game a, he six, had a, he had three yeah, threes. He had a big game. But that's like, so he can have that, and all of a sudden you get to the finals, and it's like, now you don't want to put him on the court because he has bad games. It's like, well, he's terrible. He got lucky. In you the need game to find six. those guys at the that deadline was a that are actually. When he hit those three threes, you probably weren't watching. When he hit those three threes, I watched all those games. I was watching that. It was a miracle. And then he hit some big free throws, but it's, I don't know. All of a sudden you, you get can't to the drive. time. It's terrible. You get to the trade deadline, you have to find guys that are either going to be contributing in the starting lineup or have to be contributing off the bench. Not these guys that are just hit and miss. Well, yeah, I get. I mean, a Mikhail Bridges type player. Jesus, that guy is good. I mean, their whole team is good. But someone like young. that could completely fall apart here. It's just playoffs are weird. I could definitely, I can see the, the. I don't feel like they they can't win because I just don't think Chris Paul and Booker will last. I mean, it's their first time to the finals too. They will choke. I think they just fly through this. I thought thing. it was funny how they said. Uh, Hitting this. DeAndre Ayton. He was the first guy to have a 15-15 in his first NBA Finals. He's good. But Giannis did the same thing that same night. Well, Giannis is Giannis is a superstar. He is. Oh, yeah, he's good. He's the best player. He is, like uh, Nick Wright was saying, he is. You have Giannis, LeBron, and Kevin Durant, not in that order, are the three best players in the in the NBA right now. LeBron right now, I would – Iffy, but I definitely put Giannis and, yeah, and Katie. Well, they're LeBron's ahead of Giannis, and so is Katie, and so is probably Giannis can't Steph be in that there. conversation truly until he gets over this little. Hum- I mean, in the middle of the game, you, there's no one better because like he just dominates, but he disappears at the end of games, man, and it's frustrating. That's that's where I'd say like the whole like that's why you need middle that's why you essentially Middleton and Holiday are two closers and it's like if they just have good fourth quarters you'll be fine but it's it's also Giannis it's like they get away in, in crunch time they get away from what they were doing all game right it's so weird yeah it's like just let him just throw the ball down to him oh my God he just pushes people around. And he and he just fucking nimbles around. He easily yeah, he's, gets he's unbelievable. The fact he's doing this with the way that knee injury looked is just unreal. My fault, by the way. If the guy could be able to <laughs> shoot a free throw, you would have no yeah, worry about so him driving. So the unfortunate. Hoop. You'd have no re no worry. Oh, he'd be the best player. He, he would be the best shoot player ever. Seventy percent from the free throw line, they won't hack you so much. I mean, they still do, but well, they will. But you but would, now, now you're gonna your average will gonna... go from 35. I think he's averaging like between 30 and 35 a game in the playoffs to like 45. Yeah. Well, they'd hack you less than they do now because now they're just gonna send you right to the line. Yeah, but still, it's still gonna be better than even if you shot 75 percent. There's he's still gonna get hacked all the time because him finishing by just dunking is 100 percent. Right. But you're not gonna now. They're just gonna every time you even try to go, they're just gonna follow you, and they're not gonna let you get the opportunity to even get to the hoop. Yeah. So I missed out on a few minutes. What What are your guys' predictions? Do you think that the 
Bucks are going to come back and win the series, or is it? A- I do have a feeling that they will. Yeah. Do you think they'll reason. come back and win it, or yeah. do you think they'll? Oh, oh. Fly out. <sighs> they have. They have to win tonight. Yeah. If they lose tonight, it's, I have it's a feeling dumb. they're going to come back and win it. But so you think? Because gonna- I think Giannis is doing. I think Giannis might do something here. Will they even it up here in Milwaukee, two two? They easily can. I think so. Did it against the Nets. You can't tell me that if they can't feed off like just. I'm saying Wisconsin Bucks fans like. I know oh, the Pfizer Forum would be nuts. Tonight. Well, they're saying like the Deer District, all that stuff. It's I don't, too bad it's not one. I'm here, and I have too one. many friends and stuff that are like involved and love the Bucks, which I don't. But if you guys, if they can't get behind like a, a that much support, then they fucking don't deserve to ever win yeah. anything. Yeah, and they, I think they will. I think that you might see a blowout tonight. Honestly, they kind of that's what they tend to do. I actually, I mean, first game out. Because if they hit threes and stuff, if their bench players hit threes, then then like they are actually overwhelming to handle. Like you, they cannot be stopped. There's, their big thing is like they can't. They're just weird about playing on the road. Like the first, like the start of the series, you know, they just not played well. And then they come home and they're just fine. They'll, I mean, will not be surprised if they win the first or these next two games. Well, it's just inconsistency all through it, like all through a series, like. They might come back and win the next two, and then they may look at blown out game five, and everyone be yeah. like, "Oh shit!" He, yeah, you can easily see that. Then they come in, you know, game six. They could yeah, play I, a tight I one going, game I, six or blow I can see it going six. seven games, and I'll take it. I'll take it because I don't know. Giannis in game seven is you can't be stopped, and and he doesn't need to be hot or cold in a night. He's gonna still score thirty five. If they win tonight, they win. They they could. If they tie the series up, I'll, I'll say Bucks and seven. He has taken a substantial step forward in his career this playoffs. Yes, I will say that. If they if they lose tonight, it's done in five. Oh, can't. I mean, I just don't. I don't envision them losing. If they do, it's yeah, it's done. Yeah, coming back from like 3-0. you say. I think tonight would probably be a blowout. I don't want to say that because I don't want to jinx it, but just the way they've been playing is they come home and they and, and they just excel, and then game two or game well, four. Well, they're good. Like if I don't know why those shooters can't hit shots. It just comes down to the shooters hitting shots. Yeah, it's all it is. It shouldn't really have anything to do with fans, but it's, well, it's a big mental thing. If they piss it away, I'll I'll take the blame. Do you guys want my prediction? What, Suns and five? No, do you want my prediction? Sure. Okay. I think the Bucks are going to win four straight, and they're going to win it in six games. Ooh. That's what that, – you're, I you're doing the old Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I don't watch it. I don't care. I hope for you guys as fans that you get what you want, win a championship. Well, it would be nice – I don't – unfortunately, I, NBA would rank third on mine, but it would be nice to get a championship. I listen. feel like we're choking every single season. I listen to enough sports talk and stuff where people are excited as shit. And all the sports talk, everybody that I've heard talk about this is the Bucks are by far the better team. My big thing is they're going to go on and on. And I know nobody oh. wants to hear it, but at least it's not going to be a team that has won, you know, like the Phoenix. They haven't won a fucking title in forever. The Bucks haven't won a title in forever. So at least it's going to be a new team. Yeah, it's kind of a cool finals well, for sure. Phoenix never has won one. They've yeah. been to it, but they've yeah. never won it. But the thing is, is now, Bucks fans, I don't want to 
message that it, I jinxed them because you guys wanted to hear that. I really do. I think they're they're probably gonna walk through here and take it. They get it at home. They'll get the fucking juice going. It's just like playing at Miller Park. I know the Brewers aren't playing great, but playoff atmosphere. Yeah, home takes home over. home court matters a lot in playoffs. It'll send them back out to out to Phoenix and they'll finish them off. Yeah, it's good. I like the end there. I like the prediction. That's that's just my my thought. I figured they would at least win one of the first two games. Yeah, I thought they were going to win. I'm just so two. sick of hearing how all like Charles Barkley and everybody's how good they are. God, it's a guarantee they're going to win it this year. It's a guarantee after this happens. No, Barkley was, doesn't say that. Well, he said it was like a guarantee after they beat Brooklyn that they were going. He said he said he th- he thinks they're going to win, but he's like, they're just stupid. They're well, I think, just, yeah, I think they are dumb. I think he they guaranteed that they're going to make to the finals after beating the, the Nats, which every time he's guaranteed, he's been right. But, I yep, I think the Bucks in six. That's hey, mine. That's mine. I'll give it to you. Let's get it. Wisconsin sports needs it. If the Bucks win in six, we should give away a, we'll give away a meat baggage. Hell yeah. Meat bundle. I'm game. I'm game for that. Sidey Hollow Farm Meats. Get you a good bundle. Gonna have pork soon too. Oh, we'll be able to put some bacon in that bundle, probably. Delicious. You can make yourself Maybe a brat? bacon burger. So, like, okay, when when you process these, I, th- and this might sound completely stupid. Yeah, I'm probably am stupid, but no, you're not stupid. Can you get like ribs? Yeah, we're getting ribs. Oh fuck. Oh boy. Brisket. See, that's something I've never done as a brisket. You never had a beef brisket. I've never cooked one. I've, I've had it. I've got a. I've got two about eight to ten pound briskets that I'm waiting for a special occasion for. I just don't know what to do with them. Like I, well, I sous vide the one, and it was, it was legitimately the best thing I've ever tasted. I, say, I don't have something that could cook that much. I don't. I don't have like a an apparatus to do so. Yeah, I don't have. Yeah, well, you can get smaller pieces. The first one I did was pretty small. I'm just saying I've seen briskets, you know, on sale at Quillins and stuff when they have their meat sales and all that stuff. You can get. I mean, you can pretty much get everything. Yeah. What did uh, Jeff smoke that one day? That was, was that know. brisket, probably pork butter. I thought brisket. it was pork belly or pork butt. Yeah. So, would you rather have something smoked or sous vide? Uh, sous vide. I I don't. I like. Well, you obviously don't, don't season know. your meat overly, so you well, probably you depends. probably just like enjoy pork. The, Pork belly and pork stuff yeah, like that. I would season, that season. Season that. You more what? Rub that with like more of like a salt and uh, uh, garlic, brown sugar, brown sugar. I know brown sugar goes on pork all the time for everything, but yeah, and mustard. But yeah. like you don't so like for like actual beef meat, you pretty much just like it. Steaks, I don't do much to with. I just don't think I don't think they should have much done to them. You don't use aju or anything either. No. Oh, you have to use aju. I don't have to do anything. Well, you don't have to, but oh, you're missing out on that. I will say that. I I'll be honest with you. That audio that you introduced me to is a, is a game changer. A game changer for, for not only steaks but like burgers, sandwiches, just burgers. Oh, yeah, that French, and, French that dips. And, oh yeah, like so. Okay, when I cook steak though, like ideally the best steak, it's good cooking on the flat iron. But the best is like a really good cast iron, and then you just baste the hell of it with butter when you uh, sear it, and then 
you drizzle that butter glaze with like the seasoning and everything that's left over in the cast iron over the steak while it sits for five minutes. Makes sense. I would assume that's similar to what Aju does. Yeah, I mean, pretty much because some some people just make it straight out of like the actual meat. Yeah. Know? So I mean, is some... is sous and what you did yesterday or two days ago is that the the reverse searing? Because you should be it, and then you no. It's it like the actual cooking process. Searing is not the cooking process. Searing is the finishing. Yeah, right. But like, it's a reverse searing. You cook mm-hmm. it after, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. No, you it's sear it in the water. Sear is always the final thing you do. It cooks in the water, and then you sear for a minute on each side. That's why it takes so long to get it to temperature in that water. Yeah, because you just like it's like you're starting it out with like a thirty degree piece of the meat. only the only issue you run into when you when you cook hot because you get to cook the steaks really hot and if the only problem you run into if you cook a raw steak like that is sometimes if you don't control the temperature or a lot of people you know like if you're going to cook with just butter you're going to get screwed because if you guys cook it like the difference is you cook a steak that's raw like four to five minutes on each side it'll end up being medium rare if it's like about an inch and a half or whatever inch thick whatever yep. normal thickness is um or you can air fry it i actually I yeah, love that's pretty good that's more like the oven style, but um, the issue you run into if you can't control your heat, or if you're cooking with butter, butter can't um, cook hot. So then you have issues. So you like you kind of get like a charring, not a searing. Whereas uh, I think it's really important to cook with avocado oil, especially when you're cooking that longer butter times with the that. Pan and... Yeah, avocado oil can burn hot. Or ghee. Yep. And then, uh, but when you're, when you do a sous vide, you, you eliminate, now. you eliminate all of the intangibles that could possibly go wrong. Yep. Cause you can't, you can't mess it up with butter in two minutes. Cause I'll, I will just use butter for that. And then you just, you baste and. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the only thing I don't like about a Blackstone is the, is saying when you do a steak stuff, you, you lose a lot of your juices stuff like that you can't dump it back on which sucks yeah so it's like like you say with the cast iron you can keep it all within yeah. itself and based or just keep it you know yeah it's, it's, a, lot easy, it's a lot easier itself. to baste theoretically you could put a cast iron on a black top but i don't like how dirty they get but do you, cl- sucks, you do the whole cleaning process every time uh, now I just uh, I don't use water as much anymore because I feel like I was kind of like ruining it last year. Um, <clears throat> use water like every fourth time. You really really just do it right away and then <clears throat> scrape it all into the hole. But then I do I wrap what we were doing the last couple of times. Kenzie saw on TikTok we wrap it in like the scraper in a paper towel, and, and you oil. go over it and scrape the whole thing again with like oil on yeah. it, and it ends up being perfect. I really want to get one of them. Black tops. Yeah, they're they're, they're nothing better for like breakfast. Well, see, I see. I just want one all the, for like everything. Fajitas. Because I mean, I I can I can cook my steaks. Bur- I mean, burgers fry. are substantially better cooked on that. Yeah, yeah. no, because you flavor the grill. I mean, the, like it, the yeah. first time I cooked on it, season. We had, like, well, you just you you do you do hold the juices around. Like it doesn't. The only issue with that's why I love going to the golf course to get a, a yeah. burger out there because yeah it's like it's greasy it's, I mean it's greasy that, it's kind of gross but it's kind of good <laughs> but even though that 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 flat top surface has been 
Yeah, it's, it's the old cooked. it's the old bar that you'd it's like to go to. Thousands of burgers on it. Yeah. And Delicious. personally, I like uh, like hot dogs and brats done on a normal grill better. Yeah. Which but you're not worried. You're not worried about holding the juices around there. Right. Yeah, because we. I remember the first time. First time I cooked on it, we had like, we had twelve burgers. So here's the thing. Brats and hot dogs. Here's the thing. My mom. What we've done on the blacktop now, cook a whole chicken. And it's phenomenal. As you you broke the breast and yep. opened it up. Yeah, you, you break it open and it like lays down like it's still like a full chicken, but it's just cut in half, lays flat. Flip it. It's like forty five minutes. Mm. So you slow cooked it? Yeah, but it's like the skin is so crunchy and like seared, it's crazy. Do you ever use like rotisserie? You ever use like a hood? Yeah, hood on it too. Like as like a fuck. Um like one of those like for the burgers and stuff or like an actual like you pull down like your No, I use like a big actual lid. Because it pretty much takes up the whole grill. Oh, okay. Yeah, I never tried that. Neither did I. My mom did it, and then we did it once, and it's so crazy. Do you and Ernie go off on cooking tangents on <laughs> no. sports talking stuff? Ernie I did, and I, I just did, talk Wednesday mornings, nine o'clock. I did listen a little more on Wednesday. I had more time to actually like tune in. It was good. Trying to get it where he gives me the uh, the file of it, and we get it uploaded on this. Well, that'd be ideal. That's what I've been working on. We just need to get Bets to come out here and do one. Yeah, that too. He will. Yeah, we'll get him out. The other thing is, those guys, listen to Taylor. He's actually, him and Ernie are having a pretty good little conversation Wednesday mornings, 9 o'clock to 10, WVRQ. That's you have an actual radio. It's on the yeah, AM 1360 and 107.3 FM. If you're local, yeah. You if can it's local. It. If you are, if you can get there, you should try to get him back to Facebook live. It's a, I've been talking about it. It's it's actually like it's a good. I've been, the first one I didn't listen to much because you guys just talked, is on you talked TV. about the Bucks for the first 35, 40 minutes, and I was like, "Well, there's not." It's that's the, well, I would listen through the through break, but I was like, "No, I'm not listening to the Bucks through my break." So, I'm guessing you guys talk Bucks on Wednesday because what's tonight? Tonight is Sunday. It's Game Three. Tuesday's There'll be another game before Tuesday's then, Game Tuesday. Four. So you guys will probably get into that. Yeah, it's either going to be heartbreak or we'll, we'll still be in the hunt. I mean, it's not like you're – what are you going to talk about, the home run derby in the All-Star game? No, I don't talk probably about Probably about two seconds. We haven't gotten into the Rodgers deal yet, so we'll probably get into that at some point here. some point. Something to – Find out in a couple weeks. I think he's back. Yeah, he's I mean, back. I don't think you can – He's back, but I'm sick of the shit. I'm, yeah, I'm at the point really now. I'm now. at the point right now where it's like, all right, fucking knock it off. Just well, it's weird because he like been directly asked, and he's like, oh, I don't know. So I don't it's know. like, I'm trying to talk to Tom and see if Tom's gonna keep playing. So it's like, the okay, fuck dude, you so are. You are dragging this out. Like before, it was almost like you could, you could. He technically had never come out publicly and said much, so you couldn't really say like he he could have shown up and been like, well, I I didn't say anything was going on. I never said I wasn't coming back. But now it's like, well, you just openly question it. Like, right quit being right a baby. now, right now he's. Showing his domin like his ownership domination of the ownership. That's weird. He's in charge of them. I guess they work for him. Is what it's like. It appears to be. That's where I've always but said I guess we I'm need an actual owner. Oh, oh God. no! Because no, because right it would just be. Hey, are you coming back or not? Because if you're not, toodaloo. <laughs> like, fine. You look like a great golfer. I fucking loved watching the match. He is good. 
That was that Jeez, was he awesome. won it for him. That the match was insane to watch these golfers. Well, Phil like Mickelson's unbelievable too. I don't know. If, I don't think that course was was a uh, professional course. PGA. Yes, it. Uh, it's like it, it. Yeah, it's. But it's like a world. It's known, not on the tour. Yeah. But it's 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 always on the PGA Tour games. Oh, is it? Yeah, oh yeah, Tiger Woods games. I always used to always play that. On Do you have course. PGA Tour 2K21? Mm-mm, oh. No. So I was gonna say it one up is on there. But anyway, these motherfuckers are driving it. Well, elevations and everything, but a par four, four hundred, they're reaching the green. The balls are sticking. It's unreal. Yeah, that was crazy. Like <laughs> that, whatever hole that was, they're one of their first par threes. And it was they had it was the two, two or three, whole, and they had whole two or three, the whole one for five million, and closest within three feet and six feet, and they all three, well, two of them put it within the same feet. Brewers got to pull this game out. Yeah, it's a big one. It is a big one. We're going to the All Star break. Hopefully, we can go in with a dub against the Reds, and then we get them for a series right outside of the All Star break, and hopefully, can start running. Yeah, you win this one, maybe get somebody in the week they have off. Maybe get Joey Gallo. So, well, good luck, good luck to the Bucks fans. Hopefully, you guys can get a title here in the next few days. So, go Bucks! See ya. Yeah, go Bucks.